Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. I'm Mike Kapler along with Joel Brzezinski. This is Growing in Grace, and we do appreciate you taking the time out. About 14 minutes a week we spend together. If you're new to our podcast, we've got a whole bunch of them for you to catch up on, archived at uh, growingingrace.org. And the oldest ones are the lowest program numbers, so the more recent ones at the top. How are you doing this week, Joel? I'm doing good. And yeah, we actually spend 13 and a half minutes together, and we give 30 seconds to Amy. Yeah. <laughs> good old Amy. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, the voice of Amy that you hear. Joel, it was Amy who introduced me to the Seinfeld program many years ago. Oh, she's the one that brought you down. Yeah, well, I wasn't back at that time. I don't know when this was, uh, early 90s, mid-90s probably. I wasn't watching a lot of TV, and I uh, didn't know many of the new shows, and she had all those recorded, and I thought, well, you know, we're pretty good friends, and I, I trust her opinion. So I started watching, and even at that time, I think the reruns were already starting on cable channels and stuff, so... I got caught up real fast, and it, it became one of my favorite programs. <laughs> well, anyway, right, well, you know, this week go we're uh, going to talk a little bit about freedom, and it's another one of those words I think that gets thrown around sort of loosely. Joel, I mean, you, you say the word freedom, or even freedom in Christ. Uh, we, we've been made free. Uh, Jesus talked about uh, being free, and 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 so there's there's a lot about it in the Bible. But uh, I think you throw out a word like that, and a lot of people think about a lot of different things. So what can we focus on this week to encourage our, our friends out there in uh, cyberspace or wherever they're listening from? What can we do to encourage them about freedom in Christ? Well, you know, I think about what the, the things we talked about the last couple of weeks, you know, freedom from the curse of the law and, and freedom, you know, Jesus came to set us free from sin and, and we no longer relate to God based upon sin, but we relate to God based upon righteousness that we've been given as a gift. And to me, that is freedom. You know, uh, I, I'm always reminded, one of my favorite verses, you know, we, talk, <laughs> we talked a few weeks ago about not just taking a verse out of context, but when you take Galatians 5.1, together with all that Paul says. He says, stand fast, therefore, after he says all that, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. And that bondage that he's talking about is the bondage of performance, the bondage of the law, the bondage of trying to keep the law, trying to maintain righteousness in front of God by our performance. Be free from that. We, we've been set free from that, so don't entangle ourselves again with that yoke, because it's a horrible yoke to be in, a, a yoke of trying to please God, who is righteous and holy and just, you know, trying to please him apart from the free gift that he's given us. And so we're free. That's one aspect of freedom that I really love, being freed from the bondage of self-righteousness and, and trying to perform for God. And that is freeing. I mean, it really is. It, it takes all the pressure off of us. Romans, uh, picking up in the middle of something here in chapter 8, for, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus, let me phrase that again, the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. So we've been freed into righteousness, freed from sin, 
And I think sometimes, well, especially legalistic Christians, they, they get the idea that guys like you and me, who are all wrapped up in this grace stuff, and we're way out of balance, Joel, because all we ever talk about is grace and love. We're all out. We're just we're way whacked out. And so people think that because they've been brought up on a gospel that focuses on other things than what you and I talk about, if you want to call it a gospel that they think of. They think that we're just sort of winking at sin or shrugging our shoulders and say, well, whatever will be, will be. Look, sin, sin is a bad thing. I mean, if there's one thing that God seems to hate, it's, it's sin. And we talked about this a few programs ago. He, he hated it so much that he dealt with it through Christ at the cross. He dealt with it, one sacrifice for all, and now that has freed us into righteousness, freed us from sin. It's all good news. But a lot of people just think that we're just kind of casual about sin. I can understand why they think that way, because I've, I've been in their shoes. It's, it's not that at all. We're, we're not trying to uh, diminish that sin is, is bad. It's just that, uh, see, we see, we would all be doomed if, if sin was still the issue, because you and I still have shortcomings, failures, sins in our lives, and if they haven't been dealt with past, present, and future, then we're all in big trouble. Still, sin can cause problems in the lives, uh, in the lives of people today. Uh, you mentioned, I think, a couple of weeks ago, Joel, there are sometimes natural consequences to our actions. I'm not talking about something that's going to come between you and God in regards to your position with Him or your eternity with Him. I'm just talking about sometimes things in this life. Uh, you're going to do some things that, that cause pain to you or to others. You may reap some of the circumstances of that. But uh, there, there is still good news for us here, though, with this freedom thing, Joel, because I just think there are people who have been freed from prison and you know what, when a convict, you know, here in town or in, in, in our state or our country, when somebody gets out of jail, hopefully the first thing, yeah, they've been, they're free now, right? They're free. Uh, hopefully the first thing that doesn't come to their mind is, well, I can go do whatever I want. I can rob another bank. I can do this. That's not what freedom, that's not experiencing freedom. That's not what that's about. Right. Yeah. And that reminds me of something that somebody said that <clears throat> stuck out to me several years ago. And it's not just that we've been freed from something. It's great that we've been freed from sin and death and condemnation and guilt and bondage and all that. It's great that we've been freed from that by the blood of Jesus through the finished work of Christ. It's great that we've been set free from those things. But we've also, and, and this is the good news, we've also been freed to something. We've been freed to Jesus Christ, and we've been freed to this relationship with God, this one spirit thing that we have going with God, you know, he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. And part of that, you know, I, I talked about Galatians 1 just a little bit ago, talking about standing fast in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. Well, at the end of that chapter, towards the end of it, Paul talks about the fruit of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit. This is something that we've been freed to. We've been freed to love, joy, peace, Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such there is no law. So we've been freed from bondage, freed from sin and death, and we've been freed to all of these wonderful things that come only as a fruit of, of the Holy Spirit. And so that's it's it's good news, and and, and indeed I like uh, what you said there about someone. You know, if they're if they're set free from prison. 
it's great to be set free, finally be set free from prison. And maybe even in that case, you know, somebody stepped in and paid the penalty for him, and so they've been made free. And of course, you would hope that that person would say, wow, you know, thank you. I don't want to go out and live this life of robbing banks anymore or murder or whatever, whatever it was that they were doing, but rather they realize that there is a whole wonderful world out there and, and a lot of opportunities uh, to use their freedom in so many good ways and expedient and helpful, as Paul might say. I agree. I mean, uh, because here, here's, the, here's the truth, uh, at least uh, from my perspective. You are free to do what you want. Mm-hmm. But as you discover who you are in Christ, guess what it is that you're going to want to do? It's not going to necessarily be to do all the wrong things or to uh, just satisfy your own pleasure. That's unlikely as you discover who God has made you to be. I think one of the biggest deficiencies that we have, though, in the body of Christ is most people haven't been told who they already are. It's all based on what they're trying to become And that's like being on a treadmill. You're not going to go anywhere with that. Right, yeah. If there's anything that anyone gets out of our podcast here, Growing in Grace, over the years, and the many episodes that we've recorded and and, uh, have made available for free download at growingingrace.org, that's the the identity issue, knowing who we are in Christ and uh, being rooted and grounded in that. Uh, Because if a person's out there trying to live a life free from sin by themselves, you know, by their own works, by, by trying to overcome the flesh by themselves, then that's going to end up with a struggle. And if you're trying to do it by the works of the law, it's, it's going to end up in a struggle. And, and in fact, you know, if you're trying to do it by the law, Paul talked about how uh, the law actually entices us to sin. And that's for another episode, and we've talked about that plenty of times in the past, too. So we're talking about a freedom that uh, enables us, by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the power of God's grace, as we recognize more and more who God has made us to be. It's a power that's in us, the life of Jesus Christ that's in us, that enables us to live uh, this freedom uh, life out in a way that represents these things, these, you know, the fruit of the Spirit and all uh, these other wonderful things that, that come out of the life of Christ. Yeah, I think back to uh, Romans, you know, uh, there's a, a chapter there in Romans 7 that talks about how we were married to the law, Joel. I know that's something we've talked about, but we were married to uh, what Steve McVeigh calls Mr. Law. And uh, when, of course, Christ died on the cross, God placed us in Christ on the cross and broke up the marriage between us and and Mr. Law because we died. Mr. Law became a widower, I guess, and and now we were free to marry another. I just think sometimes people feel like they're in a relationship or in a place in their life where they um they feel like they're just trapped. They're they're in bondage, they're unhappy. It might be guilt and condemnation like what you were saying. It could be a lot of different negatives. Maybe it's even church folk who are coming down on them, and, and it could be a whole variety of different issues. We're just saying that you, you've been freed from something that did bring bondage, and now you, you have been freed into something that is much better than, than what you were in. And so I, I like what you were saying there, though, about we weren't just freed from something, you were freed into something. And I think for m- many people, they don't realize yet what that is, but it's, it's, it's the abundant life, and it's his life in you. It's not you and what you do and, and the things that you want to get away with. It's, it's, it's God's life in us, uh, us in Christ, and just resting and yielding 
to that life and enjoying it and, uh, and allowing that life to flow through us. Yeah, I think that's really a good way to wrap this up. Just, the, you know, just highlighting that fact that there's one thing that's called mercy and there's another thing that's called grace. You know, mercy means that we've been forgiven of sin and that's great. Grace means that not only have we been forgiven, but, you know, we've received the life of Christ in us. You know, God didn't just save us and then just leave us here to try to work this thing out on our own. You know, God saved us and he came to live in us by his grace and, and by his life. You know, he came, he deposited his very life inside of us. And so not only have we been set free from something, you know, like a prisoner set free from prison, and then he's just out there trying to try to figure it all out on his own, but he's we've got the Holy Spirit living inside us, and that uh, brings us a lot of freedom, and it helps us to live out the life of freedom in the way that God has always intended us to do. And you know, Cap, one way that we can be more and more encouraged in this truth, in this freedom that we have, is through changing our thinking. You know, renewing our minds you know, to the truth of who we are in Christ, the truth of our identity, the truth of what was accomplished at the cross. Well, uh, during the next uh, week or two, maybe more, we're, we're going to be spending some time talking about our thinking, renewing our minds. Hopefully that'll be uh, helping us to be getting more deeply rooted and grounded in that truth of who we are. So stay tuned for that next week right here on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.